0: What is up, fight fans, we welcome you into another edition of Inside Boxing Live. I am your host, Dan Canobio. Got a fun one planned for you today because it's always great when Manny Pacquiao steps into the ring for the first time in over two years at age 42 and he's not taking on Errol Spence we're all bummed out for that in steps your Dennis Ugas and what I think will be a much more competitive fight uh, for the senator from the Philippines joining us on the program today Chris Algieri former uh, 140 pound champion who has stepped in the ring with Manny Pacquiao who has stepped in the ring uh, with Errol Spence who have you covered here on what Ugas needs to do to pull off the upset what Pacquiao needs to do to win and keep his career going forward will it be the final fight uh, for Manny Pacquiao because you got to consider everything here uh, with Pacquiao getting up there in age, uh, wants to become the president uh, of the Philippines. Could this be the last time we see Manny Pacquiao in a ring? For that reason alone, I think it's enough uh, to tune in uh, for this fight. Without further ado, let's get to Mr. Chris Algieri. Our guest this week here on Inside Boxing Live, one of my favorites because he can break it down inside of the ring. He just stepped inside of the ring and came out a winner. Chris Algieri is here with us. And Chris, before we get started, I saw something on your social media that I just found straight up alarming. You don't like pizza. (laughs) How is that possible? A New Yorker? An Italian guy? Is it the taste? Like I have so many questions. How do you just not like pizza? I don't really like pasta either, to tell you the truth, but, uh, that,
1: but very unrelated in terms of why. So pizza, I don't like is because I went to Italy when I was really young and had real pizza. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is a different, this is a whole different thing. So when I came home, it's like, I just think of that. I think about the pizza I had there. And I'm like, no, that's pizza. But this, I don't know what this is. But, uh, but, you know, New York does have great slices, but I don't know, man. I, I always equate how I feel when I eat something mm. to how much I like the thing. You know, it's like, yeah, I like ice cream, but I'm going to feel like dog shit for the next three hours. So I don't like ice cream, you know, so I'm not going to eat ice cream just to deal with that. And I kind of feel like that way with pizza as well. It's like one of those things where, yeah, one slice here and there is fine, but I don't know. It's really hard to eat one New York slice of pizza. I'm Right.
0: You got to eat like a, a five, six, you know, like exactly. Joe, Joe's pizza, the thin crust. You could probably smash like four or five of those. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: yeah, not, not really a big, big pizza guy, which,
0: you know. I saw that. I was like, whoa, I got to get to the bottom of that. But let's also talk about your, your win uh, over there on August 3rd, Madison Square Garden. What a scene it was. Uh, I was in attendance. First fight in New York City uh, in like 17 months because of the shutdown. Your first fight in a very long time. Almost a thousand punches thrown, almost 300 punches landed. I, we knew you were in shape. We know that. But damn, man, I didn't know you were going to go that hard. Yeah, I kind of wanted to dig back in the crates and give a little bit of
1: old school Chris Algieri back in the 2013s, 2012s, and I regularly throw a thousand punches in a ten round Mm -hmm. fight. Um, You know, a lot of people talk about age and whatnot. Listen, I feel great; feels good as I always have, and it was it was good for me to go out there, get my weight down, show everybody that you know I'm a 140 pounder. Get you know get the win, uh, do it in a dominant way against a against a tough guy. You know, a lot of people are like, that's not a really good fight to come back on Southpaw with you know. 20 wins and only only lost to world champions hadn't fought in 26 months. I was like, "Listen, I want a real fight. I want to, I want to make a statement. And uh, I believe we did that.
0: What is next? I know you want to get back in there. And I know that's not going to be the the final fight. Uh, So I know you linked up with, with Keith Connolly, and uh, you know, he has big plans and you have big plans. So what what do you want to do next? I want to fight again before the end of the year. So I get, I get two in for this year. Um, If that's a big
1: one, great. Um, I, I, I think I'm, I'm ready. I know I'm ready. I, I've, you know, I showed that on August 3rd, but if we get another, another kind of fight like that, where, you know, we can still bang out some of the rust, that's fine. Um, Get one of those in before the end of the year and then look for a big one beginning of next year.
0: Bang out some of the rust despite throwing, (laughs) throwing a thousand punches landing uh, close to to 300 impressive Mm -hmm. stuff. I enjoyed it. Uh, The whole night was pretty epic. Did you stick around? for the uh, locks Dipset battle. I didn't, I don't, I'm not really, my brain is
1: in a whole different place when I yeah. finished fighting. I, got, I rarely stay and watch other fights. I just, um, I want to get away from all the, all, all the noise. So that, that wasn't really a great scene for me post fight. So I, I got <laughs> out of there pretty
0: quick. There was a lot of noise. There was a lot of noise. There was a lot of weed smoke. It was a scene, but it was, I mean, the way I looked at it was we haven't had boxing in New York city in 18 months. We're going to come back with some great fights. An epic New York City night. I found myself in a, in a suite with Buster Rhymes. I was like, what, what is what is going on right now? So all in all, great night. You got to win. Uh, New York City got fights back. Hopefully we have a lot more this fall and, and winter uh, because New York City is a hotbed for boxing. We need it We need it back. Club, club shows, big shows at Barclays, MSG, uh, and, and all that. Big fight coming up this weekend over in Las Vegas. And obviously we're bummed out that we're not getting Pacquiao versus Spence, but it's time to pivot. It's time to start thinking about what we do have. Uh, We have Manny Pacquiao. We have a legend. Uh, We have a guy that has won in eight different weight classes. You know his history by now. This could be his final fight. I don't think it will be his final fight, but it very could well be. I want to go into the mind of a fighter, so I'll be happy here, and go into the mind of Pacquiao. You're training for a guy in Errol Spence who throws 70 punches around, relentless attack, southpaw digs to the body has a great jab and now you're going to a orthodox fighter a little bit more of a slickster maybe 50 55 punches around which is nothing to you know to sneeze at but what do you think's going through Pacquiao's mind you know adjustment wise well like you said you alluded to it, it's a very diff- different fight in
1: terms of game plan strategy and, and who they are body type styles um you know pace but uh that being said I mean and, and I'm sorry, and on top of that, Ugas is just, he's, he's a nightmare for everybody in that division. You know, he, mm-hmm. gave, he gave Sean Porter fits in that, in that, that matchup. Um, you know, so Ugas has nothing nothing to, to, to sneeze at. But he said this could be Pacquiao's last fight, and if he loses, I'm pretty sure it would be. Um, and he can lose. He could lose to Ugas. Ugas has a, has a difficult style, and he's a difficult guy. Um, I don't think he will, but um, in terms of the, the headspace, that's going to be a big part of it. The good thing is that we're dealing with Pacquiao here and we know that the guy shows up and um you know he's just he's just a modern day warrior for him it's a it's a fight he'll fight anybody we know that um he goes out there and he, he tries his best to, to get the knockout get the win no matter what the circumstances or who's in front of him so I'm, I would be less concerned because it's Pacquiao in terms of dealing with you know the last minute switch um but also Ugas has got, got to do with that as well you know he's he's switching and fighting a much much tougher opponent, obviously, and and a legend (laughs) and a huge, huge opportunity, a big jump up in class in every way. So, you know, there's that mental aspect to it as well. But in terms of, um, you know, the questions, the questions are always with Pacquiao at this stage of his career. Did he get old overnight? You know, is this going to be the same guy that we saw when he, when he trounced Keith Thurman, is it going to be, you know, the the same guy from multiple years before that, you know? Um, So you, you never know that that's just, you know, the nature of the beast when you're talking about fighters over, over, over the age of 40. And then like, as you said, the mentality of is he going to be as up for this fight as he was for the big challenge in, in, in Errol Spence. I think his team is, is understands that Ugas is a dangerous opponent and they will be on top of their, their P's and Q's for this fight, but very well, you know, inside, inside of a fighter's head, it, it, it can be difficult to be like, "Wow, well, I was about to fight Errol Spence in one of the biggest, biggest fights at welterweight that can be made to now fighting, Ugas, who a lot of casual fans don't know who he is. Right. Um, again, I don't think it's going to be too much of an issue for Pacquiao. I think that you know the old warrior does it again, but we'll we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's really hard. Like you said, it's really hard to gauge Pacquiao. I mean, yep. I don't really gamble a lot on boxing, but this is like a really tough one because 42 hasn't fought. Which Pacquiao is going to show up? We obviously we can go back and watch fights from 10 years ago. But that's mm-hmm. not who he is anymore. He does he nope. throws 50 punches around. He's way more. Um, consistent and he's more accurate with yeah. his point. He fights in yeah. spurts. Uh-huh. He, he's more, he's more, uh, he can pick his spots and choose in there and rather than fighting for three full minutes, uh, it's hard. It's hard to figure out what he's going to be. One thing that I liked in the Thurman fight, at least. And I mean, that's all pretty much what we can base it off because it's his closest fight was he dedicated more to the body. And that's mm-hmm. something that Pacquiao has been doing a lot over the tail end of his illustrious career is focusing on the body and I think that's going to be huge against Ugas, bigger guy, not, a, you know, not as big as Spence, but he still has a three-inch height advantage, uh, mm-hmm. Ugas has, and, and a reach. So I, c- I can see Pacquiao hammering away on the body. And heading into the Spence fight, I thought all the pressure was on Spence because yeah. he had to look good. He had to almost knock out Pacquiao because he's an older guy. And he wants to make a statement. Now it switches back to Pacquiao. But then again, I don't think Pacquiao feels pressure. He's just that much of a guy that's been in there so long it's interesting dynamic with this, this switch to late. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and I agree with you. I think for Pacquiao it's like that
1: pressure isn't really a thing for him. He's been there so many times, you know? Um, And he loves, he loves the challenges. He likes fighting the bigger guys. He's always said that like, you know, the Margarito fight from, you know, however many years ago, you know, he liked the idea of moving up outside of his his weight class and fighting the giant, you know, he's always kind of had that mentality. Um, So, so, the stage, I don't think the lights, none of that's going to bother a guy like Nanny Pacquiao. This is, this is what he lives for. Yeah, and in terms of his style, like you said, he's definitely changed a lot. Even the, even the Pacquiao that I fought, I prepared for the Pacquiao of old fighting Marquez, who was just a blitz, you know, was coming out and throwing a million punches. Um, but now you know, he's slowed down the pace, much more body punching, much more accuracy. Um, he slowed down the pace of his opponents as well by going to the body. Um, by picking his spots better, by using his 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 boxing skills, which he actually has a lot more than people give him credit for. Him.
0: What was it like when you when the final introductions were were said and you were both in the ring and you're staring down Manny Pacquiao? That's an unbelievable. That's like the pinnacle, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was just another it was another guy in front of me. It was another fight. No, come yeah. on, tell me it was big.
1: No, it was, I mean, it, it was everything leading up to it was big, but and like I've always said, it's 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 two guys in a ring, mm-hmm. and that's that's the thing about boxing is that. Everyone on paper is equal because it's just it's just what God gave you, Man, it's my, he's got two hands and two feet just like me, and he's across the ring for me. And that's that's how I look at a guy when I'm across the ring from him. Otherwise, I'm going to be beaten before the fight even starts. Um, everything leading up to it was absolutely ridiculous in terms of the scope, <laughs> uh, the magnitude of everything, and it, that that lasted for months prior. But um, but yeah, I mean, on fight night, it's just it's a fight. That's why that's why that's why we love boxing. Anything that's can happen. Insane.
0: It's wild. It's 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 a great thing, man, that you got to share a ring with with Manny Pacquiao. And if it is his last fight, which I don't think it's going to be
1: the reason being
0: because he could have he was supposed to fight Conor McGregor. Let's be let's be real here and that because he wants the most money. I I mean, I don't blame him at this point. He's got political aspirations. He needs a lot of money has to go into those types of things, not to mention uh, his massive entourage and everything we know about Pacquiao with his money. He was supposed to fight Conor McGregor that, that fell through. So he looked at it and goes, all right, well, who can I fight to get the most money possible? I, I'm, I can't make it with, with Crawford. So give me Errol Spence. Mm-hmm. He didn't sit there and wait once Spence got hurt and said, all right, I'll wait for Spence to come back. He just wants that, you know, whatever it's 10, 12 million. He's going to get for Ugas. Outside of him losing, getting like completely dominated, this guy's going to be back. He's going to fight again, maybe early 2021. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and looking at it from, the idea
1: of a 42 of a year old champion who put in the training camp and the fight falls out the, you know, the week before he's not going to wait, you know, that's, that's dangerous for him and his body and training camp, training camp beats you down, especially as you get older. So, so having to have a push it back and extend it is a very dangerous to do, thing to do at his age. And like you said, you know, he's still going to make 10, 12 million, which is, is is nothing to laugh about. You know, yeah. so that's 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 serious money for anybody, um, you know, and, and and the work's already done. So you just got to go out there and be Manny Pacquiao
0: and, and, and close the show and, you know, get that pay and look for the look for the next one. I like your Dennis Ugas. I think he's a great guy. He's got a great mm-hmm. story. Certainly uh, based on merit, if you want to go by what the hell is going on with the WBA, uh, he's the next in line. Uh, he was on that card for a reason to step in. For, for, you know, if either opponent fell out. And I was taking a look at his fights and going through some of his stuff, and he had these back-to-back losses in 2014. And since then, he's reeled off, I think, 11 of 12, uh, maybe even 12 of 12 if he had him beating uh, Sean Porter. Mm-hmm. In those two losses, though, his jab was neutralized. It was completely taken away from him. I can see that happening in this fight. Manny's path to victory, being a southpaw, is taking away Ugas's jab and just hammering him away. Uh, as he does, you know, fighting in spurts. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, Pacquiao's is a very hard guy and very few people have been able to establish
1: and keep a jab on him. Um, you know, every, every good jabber he's fought, that was been the difference that Pacquiao was able to neutralize. and mean, they got Oscar De La Hoya, myself, um, you know, he's always been able to, to avoid those jabs and has much better defense than people give him credit for. He, it, he's just a, such a difficult guy to to narrow down and get his rhythm because he's consistently changing his rhythm. And I think that's going to really give Ugas trouble. Ugas is, is smooth. He's classy. Um, he uses his jab really well. He hits the body great with both hands does Ugas. Um, but he, he finds a rhythm. He's got that rhythmic style. And I think with a guy like Manny Pacquiao, who's consistently off rhythm and, and changing the pace and, and, and the tone of the fight, uh, it's gonna be really difficult for him to get anything going and get any kind of momentum.
0: Yeah, I, I like this fight. I think it's an, a more competitive fight <laughs> that we would have saw with Spence uh, and Pacquiao. I thought Spence was going to win that one going away. This is maybe a better fight. Uh, it doesn't lack, you know, it doesn't have the same sizzle uh, towards casual fans that the hardcores are going to watch. It's Manny Pacquiao. We have a Manny Pacquiao fight week in the year twenty twenty one. Yeah, which is absolutely absurd. I mean, the guy we're rel- relatively the same age. The guy made his debut in nineteen ninety eight. He won a world title when we were like 15 years old. Mm -hmm. You stepped into the ring with him. The guy's career, it's just something that you don't see too often. And I hope that fans out there uh, will tune in and appreciate it because it could be his last. I mean, he he can even win and it could be his last fight. Considering he's talking about finally fulfilling his dream, he says, of running for president. I could see him winning, and they, obviously, I think that presides over, uh, you know, the fighting in the ring is what he's doing over there in the Philippines, got a huge family. He could win this fight and just say, you know what, forget it. I, 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 uh, that's it. I want to go be president of the Philippines, but there's a lot of money still out there, too. Uh, it's, it's intriguing to me. I mean, there'll be money for him to make as long as he wants to do it, as long as he wants make, you know, is, we'll stick
1: around just because of the name and, and his credentials at this point. But this is, there's been a shift in the last couple of years. You hear about him talking about retirement. Back in the day, he never talked about that. And mm-hmm. even if like the Marquez lost, people are like, oh, is this, and he was like, no, he's like, I'm, a, I'm a, this is what I do. I fight. But now more and more, we're hearing about him actually speaking about retirement, not fighting anymore. Um, you know, whereas in the past, he was like, no, I have no plans for retirement, no plans for re- retirement anytime soon. I, you know, I, st- I still want to fight. And even though he, he was not as active, you know, in those later years, it's he was always still a fighter. Even though he's in between, you know, busy with with the politics and whatnot. But now it's kind of a different tone, and it's understood. I mean, what more can this guy do? I don't
0: think he really can do more. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a few records to be broken. I think if he wins, he becomes the first fighter to win titles in four different decades, or might be five different decades. There's it's such a long list of accomplishments. Yeah. But I know what you're saying. But I mean, if he did, if he
1: did beat Spence, we're talking. He's one of the best fighters we've ever seen. Yes. You know, especially if he did it in like emphatic fashion. Um, and w- that was kind of what I was thinking about with this fight. Cause w- before the fight got made, the Spence fight that is, I was like, ugh, that's a that's a tough style, tough, tough matchup. Um, you know, I, I, I was Spence all day. And then the fight got made. I'm like, you know what, there's there's and I start thinking about it and kind of studying. I'm like, I'm like, there's options here in position in positions where Pacquiao can actually do some damage in this fight. And c- he could actually make it a fight. I still had Spence winning the fight. But I think it would have been more competitive, more entertaining than than maybe I thought initially. But who
0: knows if that's gonna happen now? Head over to Spence real quick. Uh, I don't know how much you know about eye injuries, and I do know uh, quite a bit. (laughs) But like that, that's a serious, serious injury. Um, That, you know, it's it's just short of a detached retina. It could lead to a detached retina from what I've read up on it. You know, I don't know if it happened from, it stemmed from, from the car crash, but the fact that they didn't postpone the fight, the fact that they just went forward with it. I mean, that that's who knows about Errol Spence. I want to see the guy continue to fight because I think he's an absolute stud. You were stepped in th- into the ring with him uh, as well. But man, eye injuries as a fighter, as you know, nothing to mess with. I, eyes are tough. Eyes and brains are two things that we as
1: uh, from the medical s- stance, human beings have difficulty fixing, you know, and, and it's it's two of the things that could damage the most on boxers most often eyes and brains. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is a very dangerous thing. And listen, Spence is a tremendous, tremendous Talent and, and champion, and he has a lot more to do in this sport. Um, so of course, we all want him back. We want him back healthy. We want him back 100. But the man has an eye for the rest of his life, and that's you know it's going to come down to you know what the prognosis really is, what him and his family and his team come to. Um, but I man, eye injuries are scary. It's it's it losing vision is not an uncommon thing in in, in boxing uh, for boxers,
0: and detached retinas are no joke. It's ended a lot of careers. Yeah, it's, it's scary. I want to see the guy continue to fight, but you got to take that serious. And it's crazy because you take a look back at uh, his fight in Dallas or wherever it was in Texas, you know, they're known to have somewhat of a loose commission. Who knows if it was there? Vegas mm-hmm. doesn't play. So he went to Vegas, got that test. They found that and they shut that fight down uh, really fast. Let me ask you, though, Chris, do when people stop you, do they or do you feel like people link you towards the provodnikov win or the Manny pacquiao fight uh
1: i would say the provodnikov fight much more just because uh you know one winning the title two and then and then the eye the, the drama surrounding it the yeah. lead up um and it was really like my breakout i was like most people had not re- unless you were a real true boxing fan you didn't know who i was at that point so i think a lot of times the first thing that anyone ever remembers about about me is the provodnikov fight so that's that's usually where uh most people who stop me or say anything will 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 say
0: yeah, I was in attendance for that one, uh, ringside. I think it was like the day before Father's Day, and uh, I just I will never forget that fight. It was a lot of drama, it was a lot of anticipation. I mean, HBO, which was great. I mean, I missed that so much. You were the whole HBO, you got to fight on HBO, too. You got to share a ring with Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, those are just really as a fighter. I'm sure, when you started out, you probably thought there's no way, or maybe you did, but if you could see it play out fighting Pacquiao, fighting Pavanika, winning a world title in your backyard, fighting on HBO, those are all that's a great career, man. It's funny.
1: Uh thank you, thank you. But it's funny you mentioned that because I did as a kid say, I'm gonna win my world championship at Madison Square Garden yeah. on each on HBO, just like that. Yeah. Cause it was there wasn't Barclays then. I did it in the Barclays Center, which right. was awesome too. I mean it's 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 not MSG, but it's it's close enough. Yeah, yeah. close <laughs> enough. And you know, so that that worked out, you know, different than than how my mind's eye as a kid was. But no, I, I always had that in mind. And um, yeah, they're just it's just feathers in, in my career cap that I'm, I'm, I'm very proud. I'm very happy about.
0: I know you still want to add more to your career. Let's, let's let that not be. Let's let, the, let that be known. But mm-hmm. how about with Pacquiao? Uh, you spent a, uh, you know, a lead up. Uh, you guys traveled all over. You traveled to freaking Macau. uh any behind the scenes stuff with, with Pacquiao that you remember and maybe a little story of you two together what, what is he like behind the scenes I mean we were around each other, we were around each other a
1: lot which is really weird you know leading up to a fight that you spend so much time but I'd never been in a big you know lead up to a fight so I had no idea how it was going to be but um and you saw it even with with Spencer back out too you're sitting next to the guy next to the guy on tv often you know it's 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 weird but um but yeah no he um uh pacquiao he's a little bit aloof you know just kind of going going kind of going through the mo- he's done it so many times you know for him it wasn't a big deal to be flying on private jets all over the world but for me and my team it was like man you know this is this is wild um we didn't speak very much like off camera just a, a little bit here and there um i do remember hearing stories that uh he was uh he was gambling and up late at night one of, one of the nights before one of our our press events the next day and I, you know, there was mutterings, Al oh, Pacquiao's not in a good mood. He was up at late playing, playing cards all night or, or chess or something. And he lost a whole bunch of money and he was all pissed about it. So I, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then uh, Freddie was saying about me, because I would go out every night. We were in, we were in, we were multiple months away from the fight yeah. and we we're in cities I'd never been. In, so I was like, I'm, I'm not staying in the hotel. Like, I'm going to go yeah. search around. So, Freddie kept, like, on our team, like, oh, your boy Algeria was out again last night. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie will do anything for some mind games. Yep, yep, yep. He loved that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I actually spent more time with Freddie and around and talking to Freddie than, than I did with Manny, which, which yeah. was cool, too. Freddie's actually he's, – he's a
0: phenomenal guy, and, you know, we're – we're uh we're pretty good friends that's awesome that's 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 something man that's something yeah that, i had a few run into packet that's uh, i would ex- explain him describe him as like a 15 year old in like a 42 year old man's body he's like a kid yeah, he, yeah. He, like, everything's goofy and funny he's just, just a great guy just an all-around a uh, good person and uh he's got his work cut out for him with your Dennis ugas finally before we let you go uh prediction how does this fight play out i uh i got i got manny in this fight i think it's going to go to decision
1: but i wouldn't be surprised if he dropped ugas especially early uh, maybe a few times i just think that dealing with him being so explosive and, and the punches coming from strange angles uh but U- ugas is going to be in the fight and he's going to make it competitive if maybe not as entertaining as we would expect from like defense fight but i do think he's gonna he's gonna win rounds, and he's gonna be very much in the fight all
0: right chryselle jury one of the best guests you can have here on Inside Boxing Live, go out, get some pizza, man. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy a slice. I did, man. I
1: had a whole, I had a whole
0: pie the other day at my, my friend's new restaurant. So it's not like I won't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Chris. Thanks a lot, man. Catch you next time. Sounds good.